Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast Presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL lineman, a bunch of podcasts. Ross Tucker football podcast is every day. We do a couple of fantasy feasts per week to make sure you're ready for both season long, redraft, whatever you got, DFS, and of course, the College Draft Podcast, but I love the Even Money Podcast. I love giving out winners, and I love watching the games with an interest in mind and wanting to make sure my picks, my bets come through for all of you, the great listeners. Please follow me on all the different social media platforms at Ross Tucker NFL, including YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Please also follow the show handle at Ross Tucker Pod. And the star of this show, Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino. And Steve, there's a lot to discuss right off the start of the show. Because number one, I don't think I tagged you on Twitter yesterday. I did tag DraftKings Sportsbook. But as soon as I got to Buffalo last night, and I saw how damp and dreary and wet and misty it was. I did not think we were going to have a shootout. I did not think we were hitting the over, and we certainly did not. No, that uh, totally changed the complexion of the game. That total dropped from 57.5 all the way to 55. So always check the weather report. Very, 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 very important. And also, we rarely, Steve, have breaking news when we start to record the show. But how about the Miami Dolphins? They have a bye this week. But after back-to-back double-digit wins in the NFL, including blowing out the San Francisco 49ers, they're 3-3. Three and three, And after the Bills lost last night to the Chiefs, a game out of first place in the AFC East, firmly in second place, they are going to two a time. They are putting Ryan Fitzmagic down. That sounds bad. That sounds like an animal, putting him down. But they're putting him on the bench. They're putting Tua in. Very interesting timing and decision, Steve. 
I can't understand why there's no love for Fitzmagic. I have him rated just around an average quarterback, starting quarterback in the NFL, just a little bit below that. Two is a backup quarterback. And Fitzmagic, the way he plays, the way he sacrifices his body to move forward, the way he grows his blonde beard to be that the same size as, as Thorne Oakenshields, I can't understand where's the love for Fitzmagic. You know what? The weird thing is we all love him, but I think they just felt like with the bye week and with the team playing well, now is a good time to insert Tua in the lineup. But it's a tough sell for the veterans. If Tua doesn't play well, it's a tough sell because Fitz was playing very well, very, very well. Really interesting, really interesting. Um, all right, so every week we do the same thing, Steve. We start – by recapping what happened the week before, it's a good way for you to check us on our bet. It's a good way for us to check ourselves before we dive into the next week. Week six was not kind to us, Steve. Uh, I was down three units. You were down four units. We were one and two on our best bets. Two and one on our teasers. Uh, the Cowboys just totally blew it last night. That was unbelievable. But not a great week. Bears, Panthers, we had nothing. Jags, Lions, you like the Lions. You like the Jags getting the three and a half points. Steve, they're terrible. They, they are. At, I mean, they lost 34-16 to the Lions. The Jags are terrible. By the way, all of these lines and spreads, this whole segment is presented by DraftKings. I mean, any line we give out is a DraftKings sportsbook app line. But these are what they were last week. On Tuesday at noon, when we place our bets, Jags did not come through. There's a two-unit bet, and, man, they're just terrible now. No doubt. Five straight games have given up 30 points, and with no defense, uh, just a uh, bad early week selection on, on that game. We both lean to the Vikings. Man, I'm glad we didn't actually put units on that one. They got smoked by the Falcons. Nothing. On the Texans and the Titans, we went head-to-head. -head. No, we did not go head-to-head. -head. You leaned Washington. I put two units on the Giants last week. Wow, man. Just wow. I mean, unbelievable. They, I had it right. They won the game. But those two-and-a-half points cost me. Kyle Allen threw two beautiful touchdown passes. The last one, I can't believe. Can't believe Daniel Jones, when they're up 13-10, throws that pick in the back of the end zone. That was a tough-to-swallow two-unit loss by a point and a half there. Um, then you move on to the Browns and the Steelers. We had a best bet on the Browns. I had one unit on them. You had two units on them. They got slaughtered 38-7. to I was nervous, hesitant about Baker Mayfield's uh, injury. Should have gone with my gut. I mean, I, I would have otherwise taken them for two units, but my issues with him took it down to one unit, Steve. Should have gone to no units. He was terrible in that game. He's not playing well. Greg Cosell said it on last Thursday's Ross Tucker football podcast. They've almost been four and two, Steve, despite him. He's not been great. Yeah, and this is an example of I – kind of poo-pooed the Baker injury early in the week. And the more I read later on the week against that matchup with that nasty Steeler pass rush, I completely flipped on the game. So recognize 
Hey, on Tuesday, we're, I'm giving you who I like on Tuesday, but new information comes in. Look at a team like the Eagles and the injury reports and the like. Everything changes daily like the stock market in terms of valuations. It really does. Uh, next up was the Ravens and the Eagles, and that was actually the second leg of one of my two-team teasers. By the way, I got um, some flack, Steve, from multiple listeners on social media that were upset that I did three teasers last week. The first thing I would say, and, and before I even dive into it, why do you think that that is, Steve? Why do you think that upsets people? Because people like things simple, and the teasers are a little bit more complicated, and I really think that that's the number one reason you're getting some criticism. Hey, it's all about winning, and you can bet teasers, and there's a reason why the NFL, the sports books used to allow you to bet these teasers minus 110, then it was minus 115. Now, most places charge minus $1.20. The reason is that they know the players can beat them on those teasers. So here's what I would tell you. Uh, the Bears plus eight and a half, that obviously cashed. Ravens minus one and a half, that got close at the end. But I still got two units there. Here's what I would say, though. Like, I've probably only ever done like 10 teasers total. And like maybe five of them this year, six of them this year. Three last week because that's the way the board looked to me. I think I only have one this week, but, you know, we've been up a lot on this show over the years. I'm still up double-digit units for the season. I think it's crazy to, like, complain about that when I'm winning money for you guys. Um, I got to go by what I see is as the best option to win money. By the way, I was 0 for 3 on my line bets. And 0 for 1 on my total bet. The teasers are what saved me for the week. It could have been a really bad week. Speaking of that, Bengals-Colts, I had the under. Wow, that got slaughtered. Wasn't expecting that at all. It was 47, and the final score was 31-27. I was way off on that one. Broncos, Patriots, um, neither one of us had anything there. Nothing on Jets-Dolphins. Looks silly in hindsight not to lay the eight points with the Dolphins. Um, Packers-Bucks was another teaser leg for me. So I did a teaser. You and I actually did teaser, Steve, on both the Colts teased down to minus two and the Dolphins teased down to minus two. That was another two units that we got. That was the one best bet we won right there was teasing down the Colts and the Dolphins uh, to minus two each. So that was that came through for us. Then uh, the Bucks, I teased them down. I teased them up to plus seven and a half. That teaser leg worked, but the other leg was the Cowboys plus eight and a half, who were absolutely horrendous last night. Uh, I put a unit on the Rams laying three and a half. Boy, that was I was way off on the Browns, way off on the Rams, way off on the total. Niners came to play. You lean Niners. That was a good lean, Steve. So anyway, so for the week, uh, I was down three. You were down four. I am up 11 for the year. You are down seven. And we are getting right into week number seven in the NFL, Bri. All right, guys. Well, let's start with the Thursday night game. And Ross, you can lead it off. The Giants at the Eagles. Eagles laying four points with a total of 43. So this is going to be a, a three-game week for me, Steve. I did Bills-Chiefs last night. 
I'm doing Giants Eagles Thursday night for Westwood One. Mercer at Army on Saturday. Looking forward to it. I got two plays here, actually. Um, 43 seems pretty low. I know the Eagles just lost Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz, but those guys weren't really the biggest reason why the Eagles have scored the points the last week, couple weeks. It's been Carson Wentz and Travis Fulgham. Seems like on these short weeks, Doug Peterson finds a way to score points. Eagles defense has not been great. Neither is the Giants offense, but I'm putting two units on the over 43. I, I think the, the Eagles will find a way to score 20-some points, and the Giants, I think, will as well. I think the Giants keep the game close. I mean, the Eagles have two starters left on offense. Two. Maybe that's why the total is only 43 points. I'll go one unit, the Giants, getting the four points, and I'm going to take the over 43 for two units. All right, I'm going to pass the game, but you know this is very rare on player personnel stuff that I ever disagree with you, but I got to disagree with you with Miles Sanders not being a big deal. Dude goes for 75 yards for touchdowns in back-to-back weeks. What is it? What does Miles Sanders have to do for you, Ross, to get your love? I know he fumbled and his teammate recovered it, but um, you take away those two runs, and the Eagles have nothing on rushing versus really good stats. I'm going to pass the game. I think that's fair, Steve. I, I would just say that was like the only thing he did in both games. Now, like, it's great, 75-yard long run, but, like, he hasn't been a consistent part of it is what I'm saying. We'll see. We'll see what they get out of these other guys. Moving on to Sunday, Steve, why don't you start it off the Cleveland Browns at the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Browns are laying three points with a total of 51 and a half. All right, I'll lean to the Bengals. The reason I'm not going to make the Bengals a play, I want to bet against Baker. Cleveland's a really good team without a quarterback right now. But the problem I have is that Cincinnati got a miracle cover when these teams played the first time where the Bengals got four yards per play, but Burrow converted five for five on fourth downs. That's not sustainable. So because of that, I'm not getting quite enough value on the point spread. I'll pass. I really don't have a good feel for this game. I think the Browns will bounce back from getting embarrassed by the Steelers. I don't have a great feel, though, for the Browns' Baker Mayfield's health. And then, you know, the Bengals, they're Jekyll and Hyde. One week the offense plays well, one week it doesn't. One week the defense plays well, the next week it doesn't. The Bengals are a way too inconsistent team for me to wager on right now. Next game, Ross, it's Dallas and Washington, and there is no line on DraftKings, so we will move on to Detroit at Atlanta, where the Atlanta Falcons are laying two and a half points, 56 and a half total. So I'll go first on this one, Steve. I, I'm gonna lay uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put one unit on the Detroit Lions, getting the two and a half points. It seems like the Lions win and cover every time except for when I put a unit on them. It's uncanny. I think the Falcons played really well. I don't know, though, if that's going to carry over and that they continue to get sort of the interim coach boost. So I'll put one unit on the Lions getting the two and a half. Wouldn't be surprised if they win the game outright. I'll get the I'll get the two and a half, one unit. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and tease the Lions 
up to the plus eight and a half. I'll tease them with to the Chargers and take the Chargers down for two units. And because I like the Lions and I like your handicap, Ross, we're going to make this a best bet. I'll put a unit on the Lions plus two and a half as well. Best bet. The best bet. Next game, Steve. It's the Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, total is 51, and the spread of this one, Saints favored by seven and a half. All right, it's a good spot for New Orleans here off their bye and winning teams off of a bye as big favorites tend to be really good bets. I don't care. Carolina has all the value here in that if I just look at power ratings and the like, I make this game five and a half, and I think Carolina is a team that we can play every week. Their numbers are really good. Teddy Bridgewater's really clicking with Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. So Carolina's offense, much better than expected. Carolina's coaching staff, much better than expected. Tough game against the Bears. Teddy threw a virtual pick six to start the game, and Carolina was chasing that touchdown all game, and they never caught up. Carolina plus seven and a half, two units. Steve, you're, you're, you're reading my mind. I, I still think the Panthers are undervalued. I don't understand the line. I think it'll be a very competitive game. Saints have not shown to be a dominant team or pull away from anyone this year. I know they're getting Michael Thomas back, but Carolina's a feisty bunch. Seven and a half. I love getting that many points. Two units for me as well. That's the best bet. The best bet. Ross, nothing yet on the Buffalo Bills-New York Jets game, so moving on to Green Bay at Houston, where the Green Bay Packers laying three and a half points total, 56 and a half. And Steve, is that just nothing yet as we're doing this, um, recording this Tuesday at noon, just because these teams played last night? They need to, they need to gather all the numbers from last night before they put a, a line out? Yeah, great question. So different books have um, different attitudes about the Monday night football games. Some go ahead early Monday morning, put up lines. Others trickle in around noontime Pacific time. So uh, not unusual not to have lines up yet on those games at some books. Got it. Okay. Um, I don't have anything on Packers, Houston. I, I think I would lean Packers to bounce back, but the David Bakhtiari injury is significant. I haven't heard clarity on that yet at left tackle, so I will pass this game. Plus, the Texans are playing much better under Romeo Cornell. Yeah, I'll lean to Houston. I can make the case Houston is the best 1-5 and five team that I have ever seen. Think about this. When, when you have a top-10 quarterback, which Watson certainly is, does a team ever wind up worse than seven and nine, especially as long as Cooks and Fuller are both fully healthy, and they are. They've been targeted 20 times the last two games. This is a really good Houston offense with those guys healthy. One more note on Romeo Cornell. Stop it with the criticism of him going for two. Look, either he goes for two or he lets Tennessee go for two. Which would you rather happen? Well, in a game where there's 80 points scored, I'd rather be the team going for two than letting my opponent go for two. I thought it was the right move. It, it was. Sorry, Brian. That's right. It's absolutely the right move, Steve. Absolutely. Because all they did was tie it. Now, it's not like they went ahead. They tied it and went to overtime. If he gets the two-point conversion with Deshaun Watson, game's over. I, I can't believe he's getting any criticism for that at all. All right, next game, Steve. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tennessee Titans. Steelers laying two points, total 51 and a half. 
Yeah, so Pittsburgh historically much worse on the road. Uh, Tennessee Titans, a complete fraud. Somehow this team is unbeaten, but this point spread says Pittsburgh's a much better team. I pass. So um, let's get to – I'm with you on this one, Steve. I'm passing this one. I think it's going to be an awesome football game, but I don't have a great feel for a betting line here. I'm just looking forward to watching it. It's a pass for me. Ross, we're going to skip Seattle, Arizona, and move on to San Francisco at New England, where the Patriots favored by two with a total of 45 and a half. Um, yeah, so I'm going to tease the, the Niners up to eight and a half. So the Niners right now are getting two and a half. I don't know if they'll win the game, but I don't. I don't picture the Patriots is currently constructed being able to blow them out. So I'll tease the Niners up to eight and a half, and I'm pairing that with the Chargers down to minus one and a half, like Steve did earlier. So two units there: Niners plus eight and a half, Chargers minus one and a half. Two units. My sink. My my lone two team teaser of the week. And I like that teaser so much, and I like the Chargers so much. Well, I hate Jacksonville, actually. I'm with you. That's the best bet. The best bet. This podcast is going to be really quick today because we're going to skip another one, Kansas City at Denver, and then move on to Jacksonville at the Los Angeles Chargers. Anything else you want to add on this game? I know that was part of your teaser. Jacksonville. Uh, getting seven and a half points, uh, total 49 and a half. Yeah, just for clarity, Steve, Niners Patriots, did you have something on that one? I'm with you on the teaser, and I really don't have much except for, you know, the Patriots O-line got decimated last game. They couldn't protect Cam at all. So I'm going to be checking the injury report on their O-line. If it doesn't improve, the Patriots are a team I'm looking to bet against every week. And I thought I thought you teased the Chargers Jags Chargers with uh, somebody else earlier. I can't remember. I did. I, I'm doubling down with not one but two teasers on the Chargers this week. It's not oh. against the rules. I can do it. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. All right. Um, yeah. I don't have anything else, Brian, on the Chargers Jags. Uh, I'm not laying to seven and a half, but they're a great teaser leg, which is why they are a two unit teaser leg. By the way, Brian, why nothing on uh, Seattle, Arizona? I'm seeing a line for that one. If you're seeing something great, I am not. Uh, let me refresh my screen here. You know what? Some of these lines are just popping up while we're sitting here. Seattle, Arizona. Seattle is laying three and a half to Arizona. They're, they're literally just coming up on the board while we're talking. So do you have anything, Steve? Seattle laying three and a half to Arizona. Yes, I like Arizona in this game. You know what? It's only a one-unit bet, and the reason being Arizona just played three straight road games, long road trips. Then they And the third one, they get an upset win at Dallas. So I'm concerned historically teams playing three games on the road and then they play at home are like 46.5% against the spread. So not a good spot to come home after a long road trip like that. However, I'm very impressed with Arizona and what they're doing. And Seattle is a fugazi. They keep winning close games. They're not that good of a team. Arizona won you. I'm with you. I, I was very impressed by Arizona's defense. Byron Murphy, Buda Baker, even without Chandler Jones, 
Now, certainly the Cowboys are a mess, but I like Arizona at home getting three and a half points. Only one unit because you mentioned the road, you mentioned Monday night and Seahawks coming off a bye. So one unit on Arizona getting the three and a half points. And that is the best bet? Yes. The best bet. All right, so screen is refreshed. Let's move back a little bit if you guys want to. Buffalo and the Jets is now up. I've got 12 and a half as uh, the Bills are laying that uh, in New York. Well, they're both technically, well, in New Jersey, I should say. 46 the total. I have nothing on, oh, I'm sorry, Ross. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say the same thing. I mean, I'm not taking the Jets ever, but I'm also not laying 12 and a half points the way Josh Allen's playing right now. So I got to just pass the game. I agree. All right. So let's see what else do we have here. Tampa Bay at Las Vegas Sunday night. Still not showing anything. So let's Nope, move. that is for me, Bri. It's uh the Raiders, the pay, the Bucks are laying two and a half. And I'm waiting for a three on this game. I'm gonna pass on two and a half, but I do think that the Bucks are overrated. The reason is, I thought that was a great spot against Green Bay for the Bucks. Green Bay, uh, LaFleur, after the game, said, you know, we had a crap week in practice. We weren't prepared. We were fat, drunk, and happy at 4-0. And we practiced like crap. We played like crap. So Tampa Bay took advantage of it. And clearly, perfect game for Tampa Bay. No penalties. They were ready to go in their biggest game of the year. I could easily see them flipping around, coming out to Las Vegas and having their stinker. So I'm waiting on Vegas. It's a lean of two and a half. When it hits three, which I expect, that's when I'll buy. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way, Steve. I, I think Tampa's a really good team. I think they have as good a chance to go to the Super Bowl from the NFC as anybody. I'll lay the two and a half. Defense playing well. They're running the ball well. Brady's playing well. I'll lay the two and a half. Points, two units, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ross, Monday Night Football, the Chicago Bears at the Los Angeles Rams. The Chicago Bears are favored in this one. Five and a half points. No, I'm sorry. They are getting five and a half points with a total of 45 and a half. Right. I think the line started out like the Bears were getting seven and a half or something crazy, Steve. Did you see that? That, that's what the line was last week on the look-ahead line, and then the Rams obviously got rolled by the Niners, and there's been a two-point adjustment, yes. I mean, the Bears' defense is really good. Um, I'll put one unit on the Bears, getting the five-and-a-half points. I wouldn't be surprised if they win the game. I think it's a close game. Um, in fact, you know what? No, I'll just stay with one unit. I feel like the Rams might have a bounce-back game. I'll go – I'll stay with one unit – on the Bears getting the five and a half. So a rare disagreement here. I think the Bears are going to get their butts kicked here. I think the Bears are a completely fraudulent four and one. I think their win against Tampa Bay was beyond fortunate. Uh, it was 13 nothing Tampa Bay, and somehow the Bears got a touchdown pass um, to Graham that shouldn't even have gotten through, and then they got turnover. Long story short, lucky win and then a fortunate win against Carolina. And here's a Rams team. I think they're they're a really fine team. I think they were in a terrible spot at the Niners. They'd gone to the East Coast not once, not twice, but three times. It was their fourth road game in five games. Now they got eight days to rest up. Rams win by 17. They crush the Bears, two units, Rams. Wow. 
Um, I, I'm seeing Dallas, Washington now, Bri. Uh, Washington is getting a point and a half. I mean, who the heck knows with these two teams? I, I mean, I, at this point, this is just a stay away for me, Steve. I don't even really have a lean. I would expect the Cowboys would bounce back after that embarrassment last night, but you never know. Yeah, I'll lean to Washington if you want to play some bonus teasers. These are lean teasers to take the Washington football team one and a half up to the seven and a half. But like like you mentioned, Russ, there's a lot of uncertainty about Dallas, and that was just an absolute pathetic performance. So officially a pass. Awesome. All right, so there's a lot of bets there. As a reminder, Steve, we've been telling people on the other shows, like the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, if you become a patron of the RT Media Podcast Network, the Ross Tucker Podcast Network, patreon.com slash RT Media. That's patreon.com slash RT Media. We actually, on our private Slack channel, you got to be a Tuckheads member. It's $10 a month, but we post every bet. Every bet gets posted. So you can see what I bet each week and go ahead. I know a lot of you write it down as you listen, you like that, but go to patreon.com slash RT media, become a Tuckheads member. You'll be part of our private Slack channel community. I think you'll really love it. It's a bunch of awesome people, but it's probably worth the 10 bucks. Not have to write them down each week, 10 bucks a month, patreon.com slash RT media. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.